T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. One thing is certain as I record this this morning. I can't say for certain exactly who the U.S. military's top brass answers to. It's unknowable. Someone should ask them. Here's why. We now know Every one of them gathered in a room and they pledged an oath to follow not our commander in chief, but General Mark Milley. It amounts to absolute treason. So is the oath they pledged to General Milley still in effect? Who do they answer to? Who do they answer to first? Who do they think they answer to? In a sane society, they'd all be hauled out the door by now. And grilled for the answer to these questions. Before they were court-martialed and sentenced to long jail sentences or worse. This is treason in its crystal clearest form. After a series of phone calls to the Chinese assuring them he would not allow Trump to launch any kind of war or attack on the Chinese. Milley did something astonishing. He held a secret meeting at the Pentagon where he asked senior military officers to take an oath to him, swear an oath to him that no matter what Trump said, no military action could be taken without his involvement. He literally, according to the book Peril, written by Bob Woodward, he literally went around the room to make sure each person took the oath and agreed. So... As of this morning, September 15th, 2021, who does the military answer to? Did they renounce their oath? Is 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 Milley running it and not Biden? Why would these military officers go along with this? Why up until now has no one said anything? Folks, this is exactly how third world coups go down most of the time. A rebellion by the military leadership. And eventually they either install themselves using their power over the military or they install someone they control, a puppet, to run the country. And the military's really in charge. This is a classic third world style military coup attempt. And the left and the American media much of it anyway, think it's great. Will there be another? If General Milley, 
again, head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is suddenly unhappy with Biden or anyone who takes Biden's place in the future? Will Milley have to be satisfied before he allows the president to command the military? And who at this time is actually in control of the military again? I can't answer those questions this morning. And if Milley isn't punished, nobody else can either. If he's not immediately removed for the security threat he is, there isn't anybody who can answer this question. This isn't a misstep or an overstep. This is a constitutional crisis. He actually had the top brass at the Pentagon pledge in this oath that no matter what Trump said, no military action could be taken against China. And then he turned around and told the Chinese that no matter what the president said or did, he would protect them. Even the liberal authors of the book Peril, which is where all this is coming from, wrote that General Milley was, quote, overseeing the mobilization of America's national security state without the knowledge of the American people or the rest of the world. And they even admit Milley overstepped his authority. Let's go back to that other part. Without the knowledge of the American people or the rest of the world. Well, China knew, but not the president of the United States of America. What is truly astonishing, folks, is the first of these two phone calls that he made to his Chinese counterpart was four days before the election. Nobody could know how that election would turn out. Well, (laughs) never mind. Think about what just happened here. The National Pulse describes it the best. Through secret back channels, unbeknownst to then President Donald Trump, General Mark Milley informed leaders from the Chinese Communist Party and Democrat Party that he wouldn't carry out any kind of military action ordered by Trump. The revelations represent a stunning admission, they write, of an effective coup d'etat at the top of the U.S. government, with U.S. officials colluding with the Chinese Communist Party in order to limit Donald Trump's powers. Bingo. Ding, 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 ding. Bingo. It's astonishing. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Especially when this is the same General Milley who, while Afghanistan was collapsing, in July and August, and Joe Biden was telling uh, the then Afghan president to lie about it to the world. Millie was all over television. This is why his face looks familiar to you. Defending Marxist critical race theory and even defending reading Lenin. The critical race theory controversy 
that he spent so much time on television talking about in July had to do with a book assigned at the American Military Academy, which he championed. The book was by Ibrahim Kindi. It's, of course, on race. But that's not the controversial part about it. It argues the only way to straighten out racial disparities is Marxism. See, there's the problem. How would it work? Ibrahim Kendi explains it in detail. What we need is a special federal agency with absolute powers. It can strike down at any time any law, local, state, or national, or parts of the Constitution that it feels are racist. And it can seize anybody's property and redistribute it to anybody else. This is the book he was defending. And that is why he found himself in a congressional hearing defending reading Marxism. But reading about Marxism is a very different thing than advocating it as a solution to the country's supposed racial problems. And that's what that book did. And the United States Military Academy is a university. Uh, and it is important that we train and we understand. Uh, and I, I want to understand white rage. And I'm white. What is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find that out. It's important that we understand that because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, and guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders now and in the future do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read, I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong with understanding, having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend? Do you catch that? The guy who had the top brass of the military swear an oath to him that, for all we know, is still in effect. An oath to him to disregard the commander-in-chief sees you as the enemy. There was only one enemy in that little monologue before Congress, and that was you. That was Trump's voters. That was Trump supporters who went to the Capitol to protest an unjust election. He doesn't see China as our enemy. It's you. And he's already gone so far as to get the military brass to swear an oath to him. Folks, I can't believe this. But let's keep going. Let's look at the implications of what he did here. Imagine for a moment a Chinese dissident, a dissident Chinese leader reaching out to an American patriot military leader. I don't think we have any of those left in our military and saying, hey, listen, the leadership of China, they're you know potentially going to target you with a nuke. What do you think our reaction to that would be? We'd be getting, we'd begin running war game scenarios. And you know what else we'd do? We'd consider hitting them first. The book even says that Lee, the military commander that Millie called, was rattled by what he told him. Any military leader would be. Now, against that backdrop, consider the message Millie delivered. He would not allow Trump to strike China. So you've just told our most mortal enemy, that we might strike them, they should be prepared for it, but that should Trump try to do the strike, Millie would stop them. Let me translate the way that would be heard by the Chinese. We can hit them or move preemptively against them, and potentially we got our man Millie in there to stop response, to stop a preemptive strike to our aggression. In other words, They, Millie called up the Chinese to let them know Trump was toothless and wouldn't be able to act militarily 
for the rest of his term. And the first of these calls was four days before the end of the election. This is horrific. What led Milley to conclude all this was necessary? He believed Trump was in serious mental decline. Doesn't feel that way about Biden, though, even though half the country does in polls. He believed Trump was in serious mental decline, but it was Trump's violent rhetoric that convinced him. Folks, presidents use violent rhetoric against our most mortal enemies all the time. We expect it of them. In light of all that, let's continue. Millie's calls, according to Bob Woodward's and Robert Costa's book, Peril, were aimed at restricting the president of the United States' abilities to wage kinetic war, that's hot war, shooting war, against China. Stunningly, Milley even secretly pledged to inform Beijing ahead of any potential U.S. military action. You know what they sat down and did? They went, wow, we've got this small window where we got Millie working for us. You know, is it worth it to maybe take any kind of action we're considering against the U.S.? Now we might not have this window again. It gets worse. On the first call on October 30th, 2020, just four days before the U.S. election, Milley assures his Chinese Communist Party friends that the U.S. would not attack China. He would not allow it. General Lee says... You and I have known each other now for five years. If we're going to attack, I'm going to call you ahead of time. It's not going to be a surprise. Lee took the chairman at his word, the Washington Post notes. Milley even goes a step further, telling the general, who is described as rattled in the second phone call, that things may look unsteady in the U.S., but that's the nature of democracy. Then he says, but we're 100% steady. Everything's fine because he's in control and the president's not. Then he goes and informs Speaker Nancy Pelosi of his coup. And she's cool with it. She has no reaction. Informing her he would prohibit Trump from using any kind of military force. But even the left agrees that's not how it works. This is from NPR. Quote, Under current rules, at the time, Trump was the only person in the government who could order a nuclear strike. It's still that way today with the president. Quote, the president has sole launch authority, and he does not have to check that with anyone, says Elaine Scarry, a professor at Harvard University and the author of Thermonuclear Monarchy. What do we have here, folks? Let's wrap it all up. This is a Marxist coup. This is a Marxist takeover of our military. And I'm not sure... That he's given it back. Says who? Says Lieutenant Colonel Paul Douglas Haig. He just resigned because he doesn't want to take the shot. He gave up 19 years and his retirement. In his resignation letter, he talks about being upset about having to take the shot. And, you know, that's why he's walking away from all he's worked for and believed in since he was an ROTC kid. But... This is the part that really gets my attention. Aside from the vaccine mandate, this is in the UK Daily Mail today, Haig, who was stationed at Fort Bragg in North Carolina, listed other reasons for his resignation, including, quote, an ideologically Marxist takeover of the military and United States government. Folks, (laughs) you know when he wrote this? Before this book came out. He didn't know this when he wrote it. He can see it anyway. 
Now, let's go big picture, folks. Let's pull the lens way out and look at what is going on here. The FBI, and I've said this before, longtime Battleground listeners know this. The FBI, the CIA, and now the military are now rogue states. They have eclipsed the United States government. They are tethered only to the government through funding by Congress. They answer to nobody. That became clear with the FBI, and I think the military really learned from watching this. That became clear during the first two years of the Trump administration when Republicans lobbed 36 subpoenas at the FBI and the Department of Justice, and they simply refused to comply. Subpoenas! Can you imagine gaffing off a subpoena? And nothing happened. That changed everything. They simply ignored them and went on about their business. And they were never denied a single dime of funding. And it was Republicans writing the budget. And they learned. It goes back even before that in Syria when the Pentagon had raised and trained its own jihadist army. Folks, these agencies, again, the CIA, the FBI, the Pentagon, they're like nation states. They raised their own armies in other countries. And it was reported that the Pentagon had raised one jihadist army. They were arming them and they were tactically supporting them and logistically supporting them. The CIA had armed and trained another stacked with jihadist fighters. And they were fighting each other when they weren't committing genocides, including one that left behind a mass grave with 15,000 people in it. The soil would shift after the burials and the kids' toys would raise to the top. These are organizations that are absolutely out of control. They answer to no one. A good, answer, a good example is this week. We learned the Pentagon droned an innocent Afghan family and cannot even present or give the names of the supposed ISIS terrorists they killed to make Joe Biden look better. This was reported, by the way, in the New York Times. Times flat out says the guy didn't go to an ISIS safe house like the Pentagon claims. The place he went was USAID Center. He wasn't loading weapons. It was water. He does it every day. He takes it to the aid center and his family. Totally flat, cold, busted. And then they asked John Kirby, spokesperson for the Pentagon, what is the name then of the ISIS terrorist you drone? What's his name? He can't say. They do what they want. That's who they are. We don't control them. Their funding must be cut off. And folks, I'm beginning to come to the conclusion the only way this is going to end is when the U.S. government collapses financially. And I'm also coming to the conclusion that is the best thing that could possibly happen for the American people and for the world. Because the Pentagon and our military has come as untethered from supervision congressionally as the FBI, which is to say there is none. And they answer to no one. By the way, Obama had forbidden the Pentagon from raising those armies. They did it anyway. So did the CIA. At this point, it is an open question as to whether while, you know, Millie and and the military and the CIA, they are certainly fellow travelers of the people in the White House. But do they answer to them? I can't answer that question this morning. I don't know. But I think if push comes to shove, my answer would be, 
I don't think so. If their objectives were ever at cross purposes, I think they'd be on their own. I think they simply would do as they wish. And I think no one would stop them. I want to wrap this podcast up today with one more thing. If you were in Intel, you're an Intel agent, a decorated one, in a functional, sane intelligence agency, you would look at what General Milley did in a different way. It has all of the classic hallmarks of somebody who is either being controlled through blackmail, extortion, or bribery payments. It looks like classic, classic blackmail extortion behavior in that Milley clearly answers to China, not his own government. In that sane society with sane intelligence agencies, they'd turn Millie's life upside down right now. They would look for the mistress. They'd look for the blackmail material. They'd look for the boyfriend or the children he's attracted to, and they would find it. They'd go through every communication, every email, every phone call, all of it, and it would be there. Now, I want to wrap the podcast up with this. This reminder, this is John Ratcliffe, former director of national intelligence under Trump, a former federal prosecutor with the Department of Justice for his district. He was the lead prosecutor for his district in Texas, a highly credible guy speaking to a highly credible reporter, Catherine Herridge of CBS News. When he lets her know, large portions of the U.S. government, of our elected officials, are owned and controlled by China via either bribery, blackmail, or both. Millie displays the classic symptoms of that. That's why he deferred to China first. Take a listen. In this clip, Ratcliffe is talking about the shocking intel he saw. Because when you're the director of national intelligence, you see all the intel. You are the top intelligence agent officer in the entire country. You see CIA, you see FBI, you see it all. Remember what he told us in January. You wrote a piece for the Wall Street Journal and you say China is targeting members of Congress with six times the frequency of Russia and 12 times the frequency of Iran. What is behind Beijing's aggressive approach? So they want laws and policies out of the United States that are favorable to China. And what they're really trying to do is through blackmail, through bribery, through overt and covert influence, trying to make sure that only laws that are favorable to China are passed. Have you been to Capitol Hill and have you briefed this threat information to lawmakers? I was so troubled by what I saw from the position as the director of national intelligence that I went and briefed both the House and Senate intelligence committees on this information, which they found surprising and troubling. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 